What's up, everyone? It's Gavin or Tweak. Dude, I was in, this is Matt Randall, but I was in Riddle Stream earlier, and you know the intro song we play? Yeah, That yeah. just random, I guess someone's song requested that, and he <laughs> just goes, he just goes, what's up, everyone? It's Gavin or Tweak. If you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cool. It's it's Marcus or Pink. Let's go, let's go. It's Charles or Chuck. I was like, did Ooh. I do have another Ooh. Why don't I use it? I like I gotta that. say you you were definitely Chuck Nasty all weekend. Chucky Long Island. Uh what's going <laughs> on, guys? You got Has or Matt. What's happening, everyone? We're obviously three out of four of us are just returning uh from Vegas. I actually yep. got back at like two this morning or one this morning and then worked a full day and also worked a full day yesterday. So He's correct. Your boy's a little what? tired. Yeah. yeah, we're tired. We're tired. It was a long event, and I think we will just jump right into it. And I think a part of that was the format that we worked with, um, especially, you know, you look at the LCQ qualifiers, Big D and Karama, they had to play a whole bracket, a stack bracket on Friday, and then the Saturday, the Swiss Pools action. It I love the format, personally, like, especially for an invitational of that size, where you want to see everybody in the room play as many matches against each other as you can. But um, I loved it. I don't know how you guys felt about it. I guess, I, like, it, it's cool because we get a perspective, like, Marcus was at home watching it, we were there commentating, and then Gavin, obviously, you were playing it. So, yeah, what'd you think, Chuck? I thought it was cool because uh, with an Invitational, you want as much content as possible, usually, right? Like, when you look at Summit, there's, like, the group phases, right, into the gauntlet phase, because, obviously, you just don't have as much players as a regular tournament, so you want to get as much matches as possible with the invited talent there, or the the players. So, the, the gauntlet phase felt like we're getting those matches, like the sheer amount of matches, but it's not set into a group, right? Where it's like, oh, well, we know Tweak is going to play these other three players. Like, that's it for today. But, like, when when Tweak goes into, you know, Ludwig's Invitational, it's like, oh, snap. Like, you know your first round, but then after that, it's like kind of like bracket yeah. where, like, almost anything could happen, but, like, even more suspense in a sense where it's like there's nothing projected, right? It's like, oh, if I win, I either fight this or this person, or if I lose, I fight this or this person. So I thought it was nice because there was a lot of surprise factor matchups where like it, it gets so hard to predict where you're not going to try and predict all of it. Like, oh, if this person da, da, da. So it's like, that was cool. And we got more matches and it wasn't as projected as like a group phase. So that's what I really liked about it. Yeah, for me... um, the first couple ma- matches like went as projected or like what I thought, and then from there it's just like a roller coaster of like, you know, depends on who I beat, who I lose to, and like, for me, um, you know, kind of like Summit, like where I just get to play a bunch of players and matchups, and I really appreciate that experience and like data to work with in the future. Like I just played so many different players and characters that like, and they're all like you know the best of the best kind of players, so like. And that's before bracket even started. I felt like I had played like in every different scenario possible. That's like great for me, especially because I feel like with Diddy, I really need specific info for every matchup sometimes. So like in the future, it's just like, you know, the practice I got, the actual tournament sets I got, like it it feels like I have so much to work with going forward. And I feel like that's as a player, like that's what you want from an invitational kind of event, right? Like, you know, there's so much, so many talented players and like, there's so many specialists and like, I just had so much to work with. So yeah, yeah, I, I liked it a lot, you know, before going into the actual bracket, I, I thought it was great. 
yeah, like when Charles said earlier, like, oh man, all right, we see the groups and it's like four people or whatever, and you know these people are gonna play each other and like Yeah. It's like, all right, I mean, you get to hard study for those people and it's not it's not as um it's a different skill set almost compared to like an open bracket. Like when you go to yeah. a summit, like you, you, there's a lot of preparation involved, but when you go to an open bracket, like a Genesis event or something like that, like you can prep all you want for your projected bracket, but who knows? Somebody might be playing hot that day. Somebody yeah. might not be playing hot. And I feel like Swiss was also kind of like that where like, I was like, okay, they're, they may be projected to play these people if they keep winning, but like, who knows? Somebody might be playing hot. Karamo was, playing omega hot big big d, d. Was playing yeah. really hot like so it, it's cool because then you get to see people like okay well they're playing hot like we get to see them like at their peak versus like other people right who may be at their peak or, or maybe I'm, playing I'm really well um, we... so that was like super super cool to see and the best thing about it was the red zone bro that's what <laughs> i said that yeah, the, the red zone or bro. something yeah i we... was really we were just sitting there i was like Dude, there are four matches on this one stream. I would hate if I missed any of these. Like, mm-hmm. but now I get to see all of them, and that was super, super cool. Because if it was Swiss and like all these matches were happening at the same time off stream, I'd be like, bro, I didn't get to see anything. But I think like playing into the format of Swiss with their uh, with the production was really, really cool. Yeah, absolutely. And- and even logistically, I know on Twitter, Aiden was talking about it, but kind of their POV was like, okay, well, if we can have four side streams, but then we only have like, because th- that side stream had four streams going on at the same time with no casters, right? And it's like, oh, okay, we get the, like, they get to hire less casters and either save money or pay whatever casters they have more money, right? So I think that is just, it, it, feels like it makes more sense because it's you get more stream matches because how usually having one side stream is the standard right and then if you have th- like three streams for a game that's like a lot a lot i've seen some yeah. tournaments do that but that is a lot a lot of like a whole nother stream a whole nother set of casters right so you that in a to perspective i don't have a ton of to experience i have a little bit because i used to do stuff with 2gg but even logistically it made a lot of sense and I don't, it, it was sick in a way where it's like, yes, it's hard to keep up with all four of these, but if if you watch one and you kind of miss another, you can just go watch the VOD of it, right? And all of these are going to be individually uploaded as well. So there's so many times, and, I, and you guys know this throughout a lot of tournaments, and which is why one of the sickest reasons of going to an in-person tournament is you can watch those matches that happen off stream that no one else can see, right? Yeah. Uh, but this really brought that experience to everyone at home which is so sick. I believe they didn't get every single LCQ match, but every, like, went, once the uh, Swiss bracket started, every single match got recorded, yep. which is yeah, that, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Totally totally agree, Charles. And I think one of the things with the two um, is that, well, one thing is Aiden, the way that he said it was, he thinks that the way we structure tournaments right now is, like, kind of a dated system. Like, it's something they're looking to update or, like, kind of uh, revolutionize a little bit. And what a way to do it. I mean, like Marcus said, we were talking about it before we started the show. The NFL red zone. I mean, if you could watch four NFL teams, they even have, we call it, when we watch football and eight teams are about to score on the red zone. Sorry, this might be a weird crossover. For those of you who don't watch football, the red zone is a TV package you could buy where you have access to every single NFL game. And it'll specifically highlight it when teams are about to score. So when teams are close to the goal line, uh, they pop up as their own corner. 
And sometimes there are eight channels that you need to watch at once. And we call it the Octo. <laughs> the Octo Zone is what we call it when we watch. But so if your brain, like if football viewers or like sports viewers have the ability to digest all that information at once, it works very well for Smash too. Like, and sometimes you can see even on the screen that we have now, one screen's on a winning screen, one screen's on like a controller to de- deselect. Like once, like it's not always like everything needs to be watched all at once. And with yeah. YouTube too, and we were talking about this with our producer Chris right before we got started, it's easier to rewind and go back and watch something. So if like Karama hits a dunk on one and then there's a kill screen uh, on the other for, you know, Falcon hitting a knee or something, you can go back and be like, how'd that happen? And like go back a little bit. So it's really neat. Um, and I think the spirit of it, like you said, Charles, is to capture that feeling of I didn't miss any matches this weekend, especially at a tournament this caliber. That's like the number one priority. Uh, obviously as a commentator, I want to commentate every match that happens or get a chance to, but that's also not realistic. Right. So, uh, it's all good, but we had, yeah, it was, it was a great time and I'm glad that they had that side stream going on. I kind of wish I could have watched it, um, a little bit and go back and watch the VODs, but I don't think the four of you was captured. Was it, I guess it'd be just in the raw VOD. I, that I don't know. I don't know if you can get the the four view, the, the, the red zone view. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm not sure. I, I mean, I'm sure if you go check the VOD, yeah, but I'm not sure if they did the red zone view for everything. Like uploaded it. Yeah. It's also uh, really cool because you ever like you know those tournaments where like they record off stream and like sometimes the vods just get lost in the abyss and you're like, yeah, bro, what happened? Like yeah. that probably won't happen with something like this because even if like the recordings corrupted or like something happened, like they still have the raw like. Four oh, man or whatever, and it's probably like there. recording at the same time, right? Yeah. Like so many different things are happening. And honestly, you know, huge shout outs to Lud and his team. Obviously, yes, like Aiden definitely. As well. Amazing event, and the really cool thing. Uh, one thing to note as well is Aiden and Slime. I'm not sure about Lud, but I'm, I know for sure Aiden and Slime used to work at Beyond the Summit, and they are pretty much the reasons why the Summit style, like of the couch and how Smash. You know, like, obviously, summits are a big deal, and couch commentary is a really big deal, right? That And the whole thing with the skits, like, they really revolutionized that. And Aiden even came up with the current summit uh, bracket of doing, like, the groups into the gauntlet, right? Uh, So, like, the gauntlet phase was something Aiden thought up of, and Aiden is really smart when it comes to brackets. So it's really sick to see that Aiden is like, oh, hey, I want to you know, optimize brackets, or I think like the way we do it is so outdated. What's another way we can do it? Kind of like just thinking of so many different ways. And this one was really sick, even if you so and I liked how there was reward for going 3-0 in the gauntlet, right? Like if you went 3-0, not gauntlet, but 3-0 in the Swiss, bro, you got to pick your opponent, you got to craft your opponent. I love that. And then it's so funny because all the top seeds went 3-2 in the swiss yeah. which was like really funny so it's like oh all these top seeds picked from um and there's still like not all the top seeds but it was, i don't know it just adds a little flair to it you can it's dramatic you kinda, bro i, I love that ego picks right because like like leo went for the on paper pick right leo's like i'm trying to win this tournament this is the yeah. on paper pick right and then zama yeah. comes through he's like yo i'm one one with riddles like bring that ass over here you know and then yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, well, that's still that's still so sick it was hype though that. yeah you can yeah. You have the option to i was thinking go. I I was I really thought Leo might pick me. I really no, thought he man. might. That but that would have been an it. ego pick. I, he said I he was, thought about it, but he just went with like a matchup thing. Um, and and he was a thousand percent right with well, that. Yeah, pick. that was went, one of the most dominant three O's we saw. In the, I mean, Leo played fantastic the yeah. entire weekend. It was insane. Well, he did drop a game. 
you know. Yeah, that's what yeah. I said to him. I, I fist bump everyone in the tournament. Yeah, he like, needs a he needs a break. He shouldn't play for a while. He's got to relax. Yeah. <laughs> I, fist, I fist bumped him everyone. I was like, "What well, was up with that one game, bro? Like, what happened?" And he he like rolled his eyes, like, oh, "I know, I shouldn't have dropped it." Like, <laughs> I love that he's into this arc where he's like talking shit again, like feeling himself. Like yeah. that was that was cocky Leo. We don't see that a whole lot. He's usually Mr. Quiet, Mr. Humble. Like, just win your bracket, go home. But no, man, he was talking shit. Like, yeah, I mean, this great. tournament like, was just hilarious. A like, different experience, too. I like, like what Chuck said, too, um, with the bracket. It's and, and Marcus, too. Like, it is kind of a different skill set. And I think that might be a part of why uh, Leo did so well, is that he's so well-rounded and so ready and so practiced. Like, you can't really surprise him with a whole mm-hmm. lot. Some players might need a little more warm-up or a little more practice or a little more preparation but him especially with the three character rotation the oh, yeah he had a plan the lead by the joker for debuzz specifically <laughs> and it's personal is what he told me so yep uh and ages for sonic and ages for sonic yeah like the him firing on, uh, on like that is just it looks unstoppable um honestly it looked i mean almost it was borderline unstoppable it only got stopped once by karamas mario mm-hmm. so only one i was game. actually Really curious if Leo was uh, gonna pull Aegis back out because I know after like summon and stuff, he's like, I don't know about Aegis. And I was like, I saw that uh, last day he was projected to play Sonics, and I was like, I don't think he's going Joker or Violet. I think his best bet would be to go Aegis. So yeah, I'm Aegis actually... is one of the best picks against Sonic, Sonic yeah. in the game. And yep. Violet and Joker both lose to Sonic, so yeah, especially Violet. Yeah, Joker, Joker like. like... It's, Joker, you're not throwing if you pick it. Like it, it, joke. Like Leo could beat any Sonic with Joker. Absolutely. Yeah. When I asked him about it, though, he said it was a no-brainer for Ages. You know what I yeah. mean? Like that's how he feels about it, at least. Yeah. I think some of the best picks for Sonic are like Fox and Ages. Yeah. Speed. Like you, you essentially it's just that situation after Spin Dash, right? You can you, you can keep up. You can yes. play the game. I was gonna say, yeah, Mithra's dash attack is just nasty. Yeah, Especially zone like how fast, fast it is. Like damn. Mithra Nair. It's like, oh you're gonna spin dash yep. in this general area. As long as you're not on the come up of the yeah. spin dash hop, like you're gonna win. So consistent kills, speed, burst, like you, you need a, Range, a bit yeah. of everything versus uh versus yep. Sonic, and those characters uh have that. <laughs> Yeah, I guess, I guess we can start kind of from the top, right? Leo with his amazing run. Unless, Gavin, do you want to talk about your run and your experience, like, personally or anything like that? Like, kind of yeah. match? Like, it might be a while. There's so many sets. But there was <laughs> yeah. a lot of sets, yeah. One, there were great sets, though. One thing I'll say before we dive in, and this is interesting, is that on the mainstream, like, I love this format so much, the Swiss format, more matches, all that. Sometimes I just had no idea what was going on on the other stream just because we're so locked in, you know what I mean? So yeah. just a note for next time is, like, Sometimes chat would help out, which is awesome, which I invited. I was like, please DM me on Twitter if there's big upsets, like when Light got knocked out or you know any yeah. other result that we saw on the other stream. So that was helpful, but hopefully there's a way next time we can get those results immediately. But anyway, go on, Gavin. Yeah, let me... So... Day one. I knew I knew my first match was Ken. So shout-outs to Sonics, because um, I've played against Sonics so many times online <laughs> And we've played in tournament and he's like one of my practice partners. I would go as far to say it kind of just, we kept playing so much to the point where I kind of realized like, Oh, like this person is like one of the main people in my life, pushing me to get better at smash just because we played so much online. So I was super ready for, to play against Ken. I had a game plan. I was really ready for any stage. Um, it was like a an hour long set or something, um, oh, and yeah. it 
wasn't even game five. It was 3-1. <laughs> uh, so imagine how long it would have been if it went to game five. But game one, I virtually timed him out. Um, he like went for a risky thing to try to even the game up, and I spiked him at like 10%. <laughs> uh, game two, he timed me out. Game three, I timed him out with a crazy, like, risky setup. And well, then so you game... were behind game three, right? In percent. Yes, right. Was... Say say the situation. This shit was crazy. Um, He had a lead. I got a couple hits. And he was running away. And I, like, threw a banana from full screen. It, like, barely touched him in the air. And I just barreled into him. And it gave me a 4% lead with, like, five seconds left. And I ran away and then did like an up B off screen and uh, he whiffed a homie attack and I won. And then game four was like last stock. Like it was basically the fastest game, but it was still virtually like, like a minute or two left at maybe a minute. So you barrels into him with Diddy, which also does what, like 5% to you. It does six damage to Diddy. And I had a 4% lead after the hit. After, that's what I was saying. Did you do the math before you do that? Or were you like, it's close enough? I I knew I would be winning. Yeah. But it was still a close call. Like, when I saw yeah. it was 4%, I was like, wow, that's even less than I expected. Um, <laughs> you were like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Calculated. I, the crowd, like, the, I mean, not a lot of people were watching, but people in the venue were watching. Like, everyone was freaking out. Even I looked behind, and I was like, did y'all just see that? That was so insane. Those are the most it, intense sets when it's, oh like, my, time, I, I and had, then, like, someone, like, pivots the percent or whatever. It's, it is so messed up. That was the most fun I had in the entire bracket like my entire weekend that was the most exhilarating the most fun i had like and it it was just timeouts over and over but people be complaining about timeouts but if they go down to a situation like that there's nothing bad the last few seconds are like the craziest they're insane you just gotta wait seven minutes to get there which exactly exactly yeah so i won three one and i was just so like you know i was like trying to collect myself but i was i mean that that final moment was so so like awesome and then my next set was cola this is probably the one that upset me the most um i lost 3-0 and it felt like i never had any footing like i was dropping basic stuff like but there are moments where i think cola played really well like the ledge trapping like it felt like cola was like smothering me and i couldn't breathe i couldn't figure out a stage that was comfortable like and i think a lot of this is mostly on cola i just couldn't get comfortable honestly um so i really want to like reevaluate that matchup and everything especially because i was really looking forward to the set because i also lost the previous set so i'm definitely so cola is definitely on like the the list for someone i really want to oh, beat no, now not the list <laughs> it up again i really want to beat cola because of the two losses in a row um but yeah like i i, I don't have a lot to say because i was I, it probably the most lost i felt especially because it's not like it's like a weird matchup that I don't know or something like that. It's just I just couldn't get anything started. Um, you uh, historically seem to have a pretty tough time with Roy. I've noticed. Yeah, it's weird because it's, which is really on paper strange. when I play friendlies or like when I think of character matchups, it never feels like it's a big problem. But statistically in tournament, yeah. I, I lose more than I win versus Roy. Goblin, so I think, Goblin and Cola recently, too. Yeah, like pretty much every time I play against a really good Roy, I lose. So I think there's definitely something to dive into there. And then after that, um, I think it was Siski. Um, 
and that was more of a like okay this matchup is so bad like i was <laughs> really trying to collect myself and like be ready for that game one went really well and that was about it honestly versus siski i couldn't get off the ledge uh i couldn't kill like samus is really heavy has a specific trip animation like always has a hitbox somewhere like um so i think um but that one i feel like i know what i want to do next time which is great in in comparison to the cola set so that's pretty good and, and i have beaten siski before so it's like okay like um, but after that set, I was pretty down because it's like, damn, I'm one, two. Like if I lose one more set, like I can't even play tomorrow. Like I was like in my head, I'm like, I really want to keep playing smash <laughs> like in the bracket. Like I want to play tomorrow. And my next set was Myron. And I was like, okay, <laughs> like I just bought Samus Diddy. Now I have to play all Mar Diddy. And in terms of like a matchup, it's like very similar in terms of like, this is just a bad matchup. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. ratio is just like, you're just. Diddy Kong is having zero fun. A lot of the hits are going to be difficult to land. And I actually just went Sephiroth in the mindset of like, I think I'm about to just go like get eliminated. <laughs> and I won 3-0. Um, game one was last hit and I did a suicide Octoslash to win off stage. Um, nice. And I was like, wow, like, like I was just chilling, like relaxed. And I like, I kind of just treated it like a friendly set and, it went it went well like as the set progressed i feel like i did better and better so i was like okay cool um maybe sephiroth is on the table for some of these matchups for this bracket specifically even though i haven't played him in months and even though i did do it i still wish i did it because i think in the long term it's lazy because i don't plan on going sephiroth in the first place um but that's another topic so i had to play big d yeah should have been cloud instead <laughs> honestly I, I, I played big d and what, what's funny is right before i left for this tournament i made a matchup chart for diddy just for fun just for myself i did send it to like uh dakpo who's a diddy player so I, I didn't like tweet it out or anything it was mostly just for myself like just i think it was right before i left i was just waiting to go to the airport and there's two characters i put in like an i don't know category where i think they might be diddy but i don't have the experience and lo and behold, one ding, of them ding, was Ice ding. Climbers. <laughs> Ice Climbers and Me Gunner, for anyone who's interested. Me um, wow. And so if I didn't go Sephiroth against Myron the set before this, I would have just went Diddy and just like, just, you know, tried to figure it out. But I started Sephiroth because I was like, all right, I'm just going to back air until Nana dies or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was it. That was the entire game plan. And it just didn't go that well i feel like the diddy did all right but it, like big d's a fantastic player in my in my head i was like all right i just need to figure this out quickly i do wish i went diddy the whole set or i wish i had more time to play it out because i feel like it was getting a, a little better but like marcus said big d was like playing some of the like out of every one of the venue big d was playing like among the hottest that like i yeah and i also think he's an incredible player I've been he's so for a long so time. good he's, i talked to him so for a while good, too yeah. he's so he's Bro, so nice he's the nicest guy he's the yeah, tallest, he's great like, he's amazing guy yeah he yeah. rules dude we had a 
dinner together one night because they, they gave us uh, dinner in the venue and he was like looking for a seat i'm like you want to sit here and we hung out and talked and just he's like the nicest amazing dude, bro like, like the I most canadian dude you've ever met yeah, <laughs> yeah. Canadian just, just so nice and humble like just the, the sweetest guy and then he just beats your ass with ice climbers like it's wild he, um, yeah we talked um, about like because we play like very specific characters like specific matchups and specific game plans so we talked about all of our stuff and our matchups our problem matchups because we might have played earlier, so we were just chatting because we ended up not playing. We did end up playing after that, but yeah, I was like talking to him. I was like, yeah, like, like I'm glad we got to play because now I like know, even though I basically don't know much at all, I know something about Diddy Ice Climbers. I think it's doable after playing it. Um, I lost, but I, I feel like a couple different things, maybe a different stage or two, maybe playing it a little better. I, I think it was winnable. Um, so that's cool. You got to consider too. He hit his head on the ceiling so many times that weekend. So like he wasn't even at a hundred percent because he's so <laughs> tall, right? He just dude. He seriously was walking and everyone was like looking at him because his head was like scraping the ceiling. Ser- yeah, uh, was he six seven, six six six, something like? Bro, he's, he's way taller he, than Gavin, which is saying Gavin's a pretty tall guy. I think he's. Over I think he's taller than six six. Dude, holy shit, he really is super tall. I do have yeah. to say too, yeah. like. So the big thing with his run, obviously, is he went nine and one in games against you, Light and Riddles. Um, being the old... Insane, There's not right? many people on the planet that are capable of that, I think. And obviously, again, I'm not taking anything away from him, but I do think he got a good bracket for his characters as well, as well as at least games. at first, right? Like oh, for Fox, the first Fox for fucking sure. Yeah, for sure. And, and he has a FGC, good record versus Riddles, right? FGC, like, at least recently, for fucking sure. Like no yeah. question. And then you, I don't know, and it sounds like you didn't either, but it didn't look great, honestly. Um, either way, but it doesn't matter. At the end other of the Diddy day, players think it's a losing matchup, so like yeah. there's that info for like other good Diddy players I chat with all the time. Um, yeah, but yeah. But, but what I'm saying is that it shows that Ice Climbers, if played by a good player, could have a place in this meta. They definitely could. Like, yeah. they have losing matchups for sure. But if you do well against Fox and the fighting game characters and arguably Diddy, that's some good shit right there. Those are like, some I'm good characters. Down, yeah. I'm definitely down. That's for sure. Like, they definitely... It just keeps going in Ultimate where you're like... Well, he said, like, character, yeah. like, the more he plays, the more he's just ready for every matchup. He's hitting his stride. He said other Ice Climbers are doing better and better. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, Ice Climbers are playing the long game, and they always do. They always... They're, late they're, game meta... Late yep. meta characters. They you can't, always can't, do it. You can't count them out. You know what I mean? You can never count Ice Climbers out, because they're going to they're gonna have something for situations. You know what I mean? They're always... They always got something to work with. They're Thanos. Um, they're, ine- they're inevitable. Every yeah. single time. They yeah. are inevitable. Like, it's going to happen. I did that completely skip a a set though yeah, did. <laughs> i did i skipped the meister set so ooh, um the banana sunday combos so after fighting myron <laughs> i was 2-2 two, two. so i went from thinking like damn it i'm gonna like I, I gotta go home like i'm not gonna play like like i'm not gonna be in the final bracket and then all of a sudden i'm 2-2 two, two, and i'm like wait i have one more <laughs> i want to win <laughs> um and it Pretty was cold. between meister or big d so um, and it ended up being Meister and it's funny. So I was actually sitting next to Ken, uh, while these were being decided, like just waiting. And I was like saying like, you know, Sephiroth is actually on the table because I warmed him up and he was, he just looked at me and he's like, no, absolutely do not go <laughs> Sephiroth no. <laughs> versus Game of Watch. He's like, no, do not. And when I said, I still was considering, he just, he's just laughing. He's like, no way. Like, 
everyone I've talked to about Game of Watch thinks Sephiroth Game of Watch is surprisingly just like way worse than you could imagine. Um, and Diddy does fantastic in my opinion. Um, so I went Diddy. Um, wait, back up. Cause this pisses me off. Cause you confused me for so long. We talked about this before we went live. I was like, bro, I thought Diddy did bad in this matchup. Cause you went oh, Sephiroth so against funny. Game of Watch for so long. Like I, just, <laughs> I thought you had a plan, but what, why were you doing it's that? just why pride doing... it's just pride and it was his sephiroth phase you caught him right? in a yeah you caught every time he's done it you caught him during his sephiroth phase yeah it's they like have top players bro sometimes i don't i don't pick characters for matchups sometimes i pick things for myself why not what the hell is what, what i'm what stupid what the hell <laughs> that, that was that, that was when it was like it's like but i also didn't know it was that bad i didn't know uh sephiroth did, or did he which one isn't that bad? I didn't know Sephiroth did that bad. Oh, well. You had well, Diddy you knew Diddy won. I don't care what yeah, Sephiroth I, does. Yeah, I did. You did confused me. I was like, he must story. do bad. He must do no. bad. Gavin's not playing Diddy. He it's plays like Diddy. He plays Diddy against Pac Man. Good character matchups. Um, yeah, you, oh my god. <laughs> I hate you, bro. You plagued my brain. I was like, oh, for sure Diddy doesn't do well in this. I matchup. picked the wrong answer a lot for many years. And yeah, but I, usually it's because you want to play Diddy. So when you don't go Diddy, I assume there's a huge problem. <laughs> damn well, it, dude. Anyway. Yeah, so it, it went pretty well. And I think it's the best I played the entire event was that set. I, was, I, knew, I knew you were feeling yourself when you turned around after the first Banana Slamma. Oh, my so God, gorgeous. bro. I, then you did it again because you turned around like it was a once-in-a-lifetime thing because it is obviously you know hard to hit and technical and all that shit. And you just did it again. We were like, what the hell? We didn't know what to do on the couch, honestly. <laughs> I just yeah. think I just think I played well. I played against a character that lets me do my thing. I can just run around and be annoying. And uh, <laughs> I had a game plan. Like I, I felt confident even when I was down. Um, so yeah, I, I think that was great. I and I also it's my favorite W because it was a run back. I've been getting a lot of chances for runbacks lately, but I've been losing them. This was a runback that I actually managed to get a W. So I have something to work with, you know what I mean, to be happy about. Um, up, up. Do not look at Game of Watch's percent for that clip, by the way. That, <laughs> that was for, perfectly reasonable. Sakurai, if you're watching, please don't do anything. Bring back the um, Don't come back. <laughs> no more patches. Um, Dude, imagine Gavin with the, uh, the Diddy Infinite. Oh, my, oh my God. God. I'd, yeah, I'd have at least a few more dubs under my belt. Let's just say <laughs> you that. <think>? Um, <laughs> and by a few, I mean most dubs. Hey, uh, <laughs> you already know. Ban Diddy Kong. Ban, <laughs> Ban uh, the Infinite. So yeah, then the Big D set was after that. And that was my, like, you know, the Big D was around one of the final bracket. And then I played Gluto. But it resets and, everyone into winners. I think that's um, something yeah, we so have to Yeah, so that was winners. Yeah. yeah so. so then I was in losers going to Sunday. Sunday I played Gluto. That was my last set. I lost 3-0. But it also feels like I won. Because <laughs> it was just game one. I was winning the whole time. I got wafted. And then it was last hit. And I barely died to a back air. Game two, I was winning. And I literally died at 40% in the middle of the screen on my last stock. And like, it was just so hard to bounce back from losing those games. Like I was just like pretty defeated. I was, I, I, I wasn't in the worst spirits ever, but I was like taking physical damage from these. Matches. Like, <laughs> like, like I was working my ass off and then I was just dying at zero. Like, um, I was very, very sad after the set. I don't think I played terrible. I think there's a couple things, you know, obviously any other set 
but I just really wanted to move on. And it just, it was one of those things where it was hard to believe you, I lost because of how the games went. Like I really wanted to keep playing, but I was really, really defeated for like an hour, but that's the thing. It was only an hour and I immediately went back into the venue and I just grinded for hours. I eventually I messed around. I messed I messed around. Like got the salt out. Then I played Diddy really seriously versus a couple people, and then I played some like, I played like some random doubles money matches with uh with Chag, and we lost zero sets. Huh? We won every single set against every player that sat down. I low key want to see you try and doubles again. Like I, yeah. lo- it's something we talk about at almost every event, aside from when we team together, obviously, and we win. So, a so Chag, but. like me and Chag, we just we grinded really seriously, and then on the same setup, we just played. Like people just asked if we want to play doubles, and we did, and it was a lot of fun. Shouts to Chag, one of my favorite people to hang out with. Shouts to Loaf, my favorite person I hung out with. Go. Um, but heck, other than Has and B, of course, that's the those <laughs> are the those Good are save. What about Chuck? Yeah, Charles, like, y'all are the usuals. These are, like, oh, the huge, the huge. people that are, like, you know, Whew. more different experiences. Because like, I'm always with y'all, but... I thought we were getting yeah. replaced, Chuck. I had a great weekend. <laughs> Thank you so much to Ludwig, Aiden, Slime, anyone who put any effort into that event. Like, it was fantastic. Yeah. It was different. It was fun. I got a lot of practice. I fucking lost, but I don't want to lose again. And I'm going to try to win next time. Nice. Um, Something yeah. about something about those guys, Lud and Aiden and Slime, is they were really great hosts all weekend. And sometimes in Smash, what happens uh, is a melee, it, a, an event becomes skewed towards one or the other. You know, melee or ultimate a little bit more. And some tournaments are more melee fla- favored, and some are more ultimate favored, um, which is fine. I mean, whatever. Every tournament you get to choose your own favor, but. Uh, this felt dead even like Lud was on the couch with us all weekend. He asked great yeah. and engaging questions about the scene and characters and he was into it. Uh, Slime was actually the producer on our side and was in our ears giving us, you know, uh, advice or like, you know, direction to go or ads to read and stuff. And they really, really took care of all of us in that venue. And yeah, they really ran. So much. Dude, it was so the food was fun. great. The food was good. The in-venue food actually banger. Uh, yeah. Esports Arena Las Vegas, the real deal. Great bar. Good prices. HyperX Arena. HyperX Arena now. Sorry, HyperX Arena. Yeah, sorry. Name for it. Yeah. That's right. Apologies. HyperX Arena. Incredible place, man. It was so good. Charles, did you have a good event? Oh, yeah. Like the the in person, uh, the feeling of being there in person, honestly, it was just, it was an honor to be there. You know what I mean? Just being there in person, obviously commentating even felt more of an honor. Yeah, it was, it was special. You know what I mean? Like being there just felt like a once in a lifetime thing. And I've been to so many tournaments. Like, Sometimes I'm so used to being at a great event, but this I actually like look, looked back and I was like, "Wow, this is like my one millionth tournament," but it feels like so unique and special. So, not this it's, clip where Lud kicked me off commentary. What the heck? It seemed <laughs> own tournament. Uh, it it seemed a little different. Like even from a spectator's point of view, like yeah. outside of like the different, like oh, it's like a Swiss bracket or oh, um, it's like an invitational that's a little larger, like sixty four. That's a lot of people um just the energy there just seemed really infectious through the screen and you don't yeah. really get that with a lot of events like there's a lot of events where i i can watch it and i'm like oh i mean this is cool like and yeah. it's just another tournament it's just another another event but like this felt like it had like like a it felt like a civil war 
invitational style. It was really weird. Like if yeah. if any of you are around for uh any of you listening or watching were around for like two GD Civil War, like that tournament, like that broke some it broke a lot of standards and I Yeah, was like, it, ha- it was special. Like the, 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 the it's the best word for it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, like some of these tournaments yeah. are just again are just once in a lifetime. So. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I mean big... Civil War never happened again. But we yeah. were just wondering like when that was a great tournament. And... A big part of it was the format, right? Because Mm -hmm. we got, it wasn't just you, no one went there. Like, dude, there was possibilities if this was a normal format that someone uh, that you went on to, or that Gluto goes on to, or Light goes on to, or or like anybody was susceptible for that to happen, but said they did the right format. The LCQ was like a great addition to have in there. And on the ultimate side, especially really, really fucking worked out. We haven't talked about Karama yet, by the way. Um, Yeah, I was going to say, it's hard to talk about the individual yeah. results from my perspective because i was so invested with myself and there's so much going on but we, we definitely could dive into some of the individual results we talked about leo we talked about karama doing well we talked big about d. big d karama and big d are interesting specifically because they got in through the lcq right yeah mm-hmm. and yes. karama did the best of any lcq qualifier on the melee or the ultimate side um mm-hmm. as well which was really really cool yeah. i mean dude we've all known that karama could was built for a run like that but at a tournament of this size and of that uh skill le- look i don't even know about that skill level is literally the peak like this is literally the best skill level that you can have mm-hmm. uh you never know what's gonna happen so it was really nice to see him do well and it Dude, it could have been him. It could have been a couple people in the LCQ that, like, if Shattuck had qualified and, and made his tackle, Jack, yeah, Jack was very. Oh, Jackal what a heartbreaker really set, bro! Damn. Ugh. But he had again, dude. He had wins on Ken game five set with Ken. He um, beat Myron as well, I believe. He played a set with Big D. He had a really close set with Riddles. He had a really close set with Spargo again, like. Jackal is right there. And, well, it, it's not even right. Spargo. He is there. Like he is, he is a top player, best of the best, and he keeps proving it again and the, and again. And obviously, one of my best friends and like practice partners. So shoutouts, shoutouts to Jude. Great job. A lot of great sets, and um, definitely just keep cementing himself as just one of the one of the people to look out for any any bracket so right yeah repping the wolf but man it's it's crazy too because you know dark wizzy bark wizzy has been doing pretty well as of recently as you know with mario and then now karama with this run i know a lot of uh a lot of the community we kind of didn't know where to put mario in general it's still hard fighter, it's still you know, hard. fighter pass 2 meta right because we forget about meta, mario yeah right is all the sword characters but you, know how you can't mod all, his like, skills. You can't mod his skills, and we're talking about Big D having a pretty good bracket until like the two lot, like until the final day, right? Like Big D had some pretty good matchups for either his character or maybe um you know matchups he's really experienced with, and then we saw Big D run into like Shuton and who did he run to in losers? Onan. Onan, right? So it's Wait, like Akula. Was it Steve? He, I think he it was the Gommel runback. So was, yeah, I think was he did. Yeah, he lost to Onan in losers, and he lost to Shuton twice as well, which really sucks. But not the worst case of bad bracket luck we saw a weekend. Because shout out to the Buzz yet again. Oh yeah, the Buzz has the yeah. worst. worst God damn, dude! What the? But heck? Karama didn't have that many <laughs> great matchups for Mario, but still, yeah. like he literally beat Spargo. Spargo. Literally like, Spargo. Literally, yeah. that that's got. I don't know. If, I don't. It can't be like the worst, but we always talk about the keep away sword 
characters, right? And it, maybe it is the worst. I, I'm not too sure. I like I I would probably have to just talk to one of the Mario. Men, I like, doubt it's the worst. I would I would uh, assume Mario's worst matchup, or at least worse than Cloud, is Shulk. Oh yeah, oh, fair. Yeah. that's that's fair. But I would I know for sure Shulk Mario would be worse than Cloud Mario. I I do yeah. think that. So, but the like combo breaking with the shield art and all that, you're thinking yeah, all like that it's, stuff too. It's like it's probably, like cloud range plus more. Yeah, everything is the worst case scenario in my head. <laughs> uh, but Spargo's cloud man. I, yeah, no, yeah, definitely not character. the it's, it's not rough. a good role for Karama, but managed to win. So I'm trying to pull up his run right now through the LCQ. Uh, yeah, his run. Uh, he beat Atlas, who's a Zelda player, uh, round one, and then Yanni. Shattuck, which is also uh, another sword, sword matchup. Yeah, yeah, amazing sword player. Sky J three O, by the way, um, and that qualified him. So he only lost one game to Yanni and one game to Karama, uh, and then three O Sky J. How is Mario Steve? That's interesting. I haven't we saw it a couple times. One. He yeah, we saw he did. Who else did he play? It sounds at least hard. He played Aqua. Yeah, he lost. Yeah, he lost. I see. In losers finals. Um, hold on, I have the full bracket up here too. Yeah, I mean, it, it would, you have the air mobility, but you're, I'd imagine like after dirt blocks are done and Steve is laying down, you know, harder to kill blocks. I don't really see Mario having too many good moves that can clear up blocks yeah. at a safe range. Like I can kind of see fair, like sweeping down, but not incredible range. And Steve's are also starting to do the thing where they stand behind the blocks. If you don't have good range, like cloud or something. And they'll like, as you hit the blocks, they time a forward smash and they just like duff you in the face with their sword. They protect right? the house, bro. They got Yeah, it. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. What are you doing? I built no. this. Um, the combo game. My God. Yeah. It was Some of the like, best offense in ultimate period. It's yeah. always has been too. Yes. That's always what we said too. Like even early on, um, dark. Like if you get like, hit, it's done. The thing is, is that Karama has amazing fundies too, but like just for simplicity's sake, it's like Wizzy's like the fundamental Mario where he focuses more on a slower neutral and pacing it down. Not yeah. Karama clearly has incredible fundamentals too, but Karama's punish game is where he outshines Wizzy. So, mm -hmm. but I mean, they're both really, really good, but uh, three, two Spargo, three, one Cola, three, one Shuton was his win in the, his run in the final bracket. Uh, and especially the way Cola and Shuton were playing, and Spargo. Spargo's playing great, too. The way that all three of them are playing, that's one of the best runs that we've seen uh, in this bracket, at Lutz bracket, which, therefore, like, one of the best runs of all time. I, mean, I honestly think Big D's might be better just because it was uh, two 3-0s and a 3-1 against you, but and it was Light yeah. and Riddles. Um, but, I mean, come on. Uh, I mean, God -like Light and Riddles are, like, some of the best players on the planet right now dude obviously I i'm up there too but like i guess in combination with all like it's with ice climbers yeah i mean i don't even necessarily disagree i um, thought too that shuton was playing i think i put three players in as playing the best on sunday i thought it was leo obviously karama yeah. obviously and then i thought shuton was playing so well all weekend like just rock solid like kind of quietly just walked through his bracket which is wild to say in, in a bracket this big but you know who had a rough uh, Swiss phase was Gluto. Gluto ran into a lot of tough matchups. He ran into Sonics. He ran into T. Um, just some of the worst roles for Wario. So being able to make it into the final bracket and then even beating me, it's not like a bad matchup, but like a, the head-to-head -head is really in my favor. Um, so I feel like Gluto had a really tough role, but kind of like, I, I'm not in Gluto's brain right now, but like um you know, as someone who, like, I, I played against a lot of hard matchups this weekend. I played a lot of Wario myself. Like, 
Gluto is a really optimistic guy. And I know Gluto said like, he has a lot to work on as well. Like after this weekend, like, so definitely like, I feel like we had similar experiences and like, we had a lot of tough roles, but like, there's definitely something to get out of it. Um, even like riddles, like ran into big D is really tough. Uh, Cola managing to yeah. Cola managed to get a set off riddles, which is really really difficult for him a lot of the time. They I know they have close sets. Um, that was just a lot of really interesting. Um, I guess storylines is is a, a word for it. Um, oh, yeah. Like light had a tough one. Like light's been like getting like top two every freaking tournament. Like <laughs> um, lost to Zamba game five. They always uh, have close sets. Run, yeah. ran, running into like Steve is difficult. Running into Ice Climbers was difficult. Like, I feel like just because of the nature of the event, like you're running into a lot of the worst case scenarios just because of the talent of all, all the players. And yeah. I think that even makes me give more credit to Leo, who's just so sound and ready for so much. Like, like has said earlier, like I can't say the same for the the rest of the top players including myself like leo is just like ready for anything um and it, it just makes the people who did uh really really well like you know top top eight top five in this event really impressive onan and akola did really well karama did really well uh like leo winning the entire thing like it's just you know shout outs to that for sure who who did Akola did Akola lose in Swiss format? I'm checking right now. Uh, I think so because I don't yes. think he got he didn't get to pick his opponent. First round, I believe Akola lost of Swiss format. We I think Spargo. We, commented, we commentated like three Japanese players in a row at the very start of the Swiss format, yeah. and they all lost. It was like Zachary. Uh, I think Akola was one of them. And then, Cosmo's getting a win on Zachary yes. is really interesting. That was a really yeah, interesting Zachary's set. tournament. Zachary's tournament in general was interesting to say the least. Like, yeah, man. I don't, I don't have too much other than that. There's just so many things that happened. It's funny because so any, any of these matchups at a major, I would remember every detail of it. But since yes. every single set that we commentated could have been happening. grand finals at a major, it was just like over. It was like Smash Overload, which never had. Like, dude, I'd be watching eight streams on two monitors. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, I don't care. But the fact that it was all in one place at the same time. Fucking mm-hmm. insane, dude. Yeah, Switch Bulls right now. In uh, in the final bracket, he only lost to Leo, right? Who'd you ask about, Osimo? Akolo. In the final bracket, he only oh, lost Akolo. to Leo, right? Mm-hmm. He yeah. just lost to Leo twice, like. Yeah. Got second. That's yep. a good point. <laughs> well, bro, unfortunate. It's the uh, it's the classic uh, flip flop. It was Kazia during the big house, and now we're back on the hating Steve this tournament. So next weekend, congrats to Riddles at Let's Make Moves Miami. Uh, <laughs> right, that's how it works. Because Ping Pong. Yeah. No, exactly. it's gonna be Diddy Kong. Hopefully. I hope so. That would be great. Let's change. Let's, let's go, Aaron. Uh, he was mentioning on the stream earlier how he actually kind of wished he went some more Terry, which is really interesting because I know after. After yeah. Big House, uh, he was, like, like really opposite. on Kazuya. But, you, think, you think that's hindsight um, or what? I mean, well, he said, like, against, bit, right? against, he said against Big D, like, the last time he beat him was with Terry. Oh, um, yeah, that I makes think, a lot of sense. Did I he think, not like, even try the, it? No. No, he went really? Kazuya, Kazuya, Belmont. Yeah. I feel like it could have been... was looking rusty. So I feel like it could have been Terry Belmont or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. But <sighs> I'm sure hard. he was, like... That, that's the thing when you're, when you're like, a, a newer, younger player, when you start winning, like, bigger events yes. where you're, like, yeah. oh, 
I went with Kazuya. I'm going to Kazuya. I could, yeah. I could do anything with Kazuya. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of people have those experiences, especially like if you're right off of a good win. It's mm-hmm. like, it's hard yeah. to be like super on paper because like, it's like switching a, like switching characters mid set after winning a game. Yep. I Even when that. it makes sense, it's really hard to do that in the moment because you don't want to risk that. You want to go with Proto. Yeah. I say, Pro- Proto at Summit. Oh, I always think of like that. Like that takes a lot. As well. That takes a lot of discipline, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So Sorry, it, but it's well, a lot to think about. Something he should think about too is he went Kazuya at the big house and it worked out for him. But that doesn't mean that he's going to run into players where he doesn't have to mix it up. It just happened to work that way at the big house, right? Mm-hmm. He just didn't need to do it at that tournament, so he'll figure it out though. He always does. And when you time. have a specific amount of games to work with, like that's obviously hard too. Like I mean, yeah. it's it, it's just like my set with Big D, right? Like, yeah, I have my regrets and everything, but realistically, it's like it's not like I know what's going to happen. So right, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously I love the event as well. Uh, Fantastic, yeah. what, a an honor to be invited to the first one and to commentate. Obviously I had so much fun on the mic with Charles and blast zone, obviously maybe a little too much fun at times. Maybe we're more focusing <laughs> on the match. It's cool to be in Vegas this year because we weren't at Evo, right? It, it felt true. like this was a nice surprise, like experience that was, you know, <laughs> yeah. On the, yeah, and on the commentary, I know it's been pretty polarizing, the feedback, but I think this event was unique even for, I mean, we've all been commentating for so many years. Um, I think it was unique in the way that it was formatted, and also it had that casual kind of flair to it, because like we were on Alpha Rat's YouTube channel. So it was kind of, you know, we had a lot of fun, is what I'll say. I think it's some of the most fun I've ever had commentating. Right. I think an adjustment I'll make for myself going forward is just make sure that, you know focus up a little bit so there was a lot of feedback around that there's a lot of feedback around a lot of stuff on commentary i think the one that actually only really sticks with me where i'm like that's fair aside from like just people being dicks in general um i don't agree with that obviously if you if you have constructive if you have constructive can why can't i say this edit this crunch if you have constructive criticism about commentary just dm them man we'll respond be nice too don't be a dick because i don't want to someone's being a dick about commentary i don't listen to you just because i'm like i'm not gonna listen to you because you're like acting this way yeah but i think the fair feedback was more focused on the matches and i also think we were fucking hilarious so it's like maybe <laughs> just a little more balance would be good but i think overall that's the vibe that you know that's the direction that the event wanted and that's what we wanted to go with and we had fun so it was a good time i loved it obviously i love working with everyone there uh especially the commentary crew especially the production crew and just being around so many top players and around so many good matches was an honor to say the least. Um, also, I worked my ass off to lose a ton of weight, so I wouldn't feel bad about myself at that event. Shoutouts to me for doing that, hitting my goals, uh, immediately, immediately putting it all back on in Vegas. But you know, it's all good. Uh, <laughs> I'll get back into it this week. Jim, right after this podcast, actually. So I had an amazing time. Is the bottom line. Hopefully, come back yeah, with I Marcus. Think, I think there was those were some great like final thoughts. I think that about wraps it up for this week once again thank you uh to everyone for making that event possible it was an honor to be there and uh but there is let's make moves miami this weekend i will be there nice um traditional yeah. bracket this time and, and I charles will be, will be there too yeah yes, I will and i will be trying my ass off Nice. And one last thing. Shout out to Viva La Smash, obviously, in Mexico. Also went on this weekend. Maybe a little under the radar because Lud's his tournament cast a big shadow, is the way I'll put it. Yeah. Uh, Alan Dis won the tournament. Big boss uh, getting second. Alan Dis didn't drop a set. 
Uh, Cloudy actually got fifth as well, and my man Nito got top eight, seventh place. So that's my guy right there. But yeah, good stuff. Just a good tournament right there. Make sure you go back and watch Mewtwo the Mewtwo King won melee. Mewtwo King won melee. Yep, good point. <laughs> that is, did. it's been a while since that sentence has been said, right? So it has. He picked a good one to go to. Yeah, I mean, a hundred of the best players were in Las shark, Vegas that weekend. Yeah, true. He's back to brawl, Mewtwo King, bro. He's shark back. In these tournaments. He is. No, it is good to see. It is good to see his name on the winner's circle for real, though. It is. He's yeah. obviously the goat. So okay, all right. Have a good one, y'all. Thanks so much. See you. See you. Bye.